You are now tuned to Priority One Subspace Frequencies. Brought to you by Sayulita.com. Sayulita, the galaxy's premier shore leave destination. Command codes verified. Priority One message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. Bienvenidos, Capitans, and welcome to episode 107 of Priority One, recorded on Thursday, December 6, 2012 via trekradio.net and published Monday morning for download on PriorityOnePodcast.com. I'm Elijah. I'm Adrian. And I'm Ceridian. What? So, uh, James is not here. Ah! Hey. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Hey, you Party heckler. Party time. You heckler there, you can't stop talking bad about James. Um, that's right. James, unfortunately, is unable to join us this week, and thankfully, we've got Sora joining us and stepping in. Thank you so much for joining us on such short notice. My pleasure. Always willing to take one for the team. Aw, you're so sweet. (laughs) All right, what do we have this week, Adrienne? Well, in this episode's Blank of the Week, we spotlight the new PvP boot camp, and then we jump into our crowded snow sled and zoom into a very merry stow news, including dev blogs 24 through 27. Filled with snowball fights, fun winter fashions and challenges for both players and creatures alike. And eggnog, maybe. Everything winter wonderful from Cryptic Studios. And later, we open up hailing frequencies for your incoming messages. Captains, you should join us live on trekradio.net every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Feel free to interact with us using Trek Radio's built-in IRC chat client. Just visit trekradio.net and look under the community section. We are always looking for new blog submissions from gaming and sci-fi aficionados. If you have an article or an idea for an article and want your voice heard, then send your submission to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. All the submissions we receive for our show will be entered into December's random drawing for 1,000 Zen. This includes comments on our website, emailed segments on the forums, whatever it is. But before we move on with the show, let's bring you a brief recap of what's going on at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Adrienne. Yes, Elijah. Well, we've got two blogs from Declan Green, Behind the Line, Star Trek London, and Persistence of Memory. Spirit of Trek, give the gift of Trek this holiday season by Ceridium. It's really cool. You guys should check this holiday season's article. Since we have Sori on, Sori, why don't you tell us a little bit about the article? This last week, I discussed what was coming out, all the cool Star Trek gift ideas that were out there. Everything from the first 150 years of the Federation to Enterprise pizza cutters to new gear and new clothing options. So there's a lot out there this year for Star Trek. And a little birdie keeps telling me this ain't nothing yet. So (laughs) this year, you know, there's plenty. So go out and spread the word of Trek by giving the gift of Trek. I actually gave myself an early Christmas gift, and that was Star Trek The Next Generations 2 on Blu-ray. And that was one of the best gifts ever and sorry you have a project that you want to talk to us about don't you yes last month was nano which is the national novel writing month 
and I managed to complete the first draft of a Star Trek Online-based novel called Star Trek Online, The Lament of Eurydice, and I currently have the prologue and the first chapter published on GNT Show's forums. So if you're interested in checking it out, drop by the GNT Show forums and check it out under the NaNoWriMo section. I had a great time. It was an interesting experience, and hopefully with some feedback, I can help make it better. Awesome. Yeah. We've also got Warrior's Way number six, What's the Story Anyway? by Sargon. And give a listen, if you haven't yet, to our Thanksgiving special, Star Trek Las Vegas Reflections. James, Elijah, and I talk about the great time that we had there, and we just reflect on all the uh, the fun moments and precious moments. Our latest Check It Out episode is up, too, featuring the wonderful writer, Kirsten Beyer. You guys got to hear this, especially if you're a writer or looking to become one. She gives us gold. Gold, I say. Uh, lastly, be sure to zip on over to our website to hear our latest special downloads and mobile ringtones. These were um, recently updated, so check them out. We've got the link in the show notes. And if there's anything else that you guys want us to make a special download of, feel free to email us at incoming at priorityonepodcast.com. Submit your suggestions for fun uh, ringtones, things you might have heard through our bloopers. Yeah, let us know. Let's set a course for this episode's Blank of the Week. On screen. On screen. On screen. What in places? I don't know. It's the blank of the week. There are two types of players in the world of MMOs. Those that gank and those that get ganked. I am a member of the latter. However, a new player-driven initiative is in the works to help train noobs like me and teach the ways of the PvP master. PvP Bootcamp is an exciting new PvP-oriented grassroots initiative that has received the full support of the development team at Perfect World Entertainment and Cryptic. Its goals, one, to create a controlled, safe, and fun environment where players of all ability levels can improve their game. No noob is too noobish to take part. So I guess I do have a chance. (laughs) The second, to create situations in which players can really taste success in the PvP arena. And third, to teach the value and necessity of teamwork. PvP Bootcamp will be a hands-on monthly training session in which players of all levels can come together in small groups in the spirit of learning. Coaches will take students through a four-part curriculum in which they will learn about basic issues like character and and ship builds, keybinds, teamwork, buffs, debuffs, flying, cross-healing, along with a myriad of other things. These courses will be taught by some of the best PvP players known in the Stowe community. We have over 25 coaches lined up, ready to teach eager students how to excel PvP arena. But bootcamp is not only for PvPers. Learning to be an excellent PvP player will inevitably make you a better player overall. The skills one gains in PvP translates quite easily to PvE and other areas of the game. Bootcamp is an exciting development in the PvP community, and we are delighted to report that the developers have put their full support behind the project. In fact, Upon completing the training, grads will receive a special title, PvP Bootcamp Grad, and they will receive one free respect token. In addition, every student's name will be entered into a drawing for the opportunity to go head-to-head with the Don of DPS himself, Branflix. Oh, hold your applause, hold your applause. If you are interested in Bootcamp, please check out the website, still under construction but viewable, at pvp boot dot camp dot s h i v t r dot com links of course will be in the show notes 
or contact the project lead, Sargon, our very own Sargon here at Priority One, who writes the wonderful articles on our website. You can reach him directly at sargon.priority1 at gmail.com. The boot camp promises to be fun, creative, and educational. So, take your game to the next level and join boot camp. Interesting. Interesting. So, how do you sign up for this? I mean, I want the PvP boot camp grad <laughs> title. I know, I know, I know, me too, actually. This is actually an ongoing project that Sargon has undertaken, and he's working with a number of different fleets, and, and actually the website, for not being complete, actually it looks pretty sweet, matter of fact. Right on the homepage, there is a How to Register button. You just click right there, and the registration on the Stow Forms is not live yet, but there is a registration on the website where you can uh, sign up. You see, I'm personally not... A PvPer, I, I never was in any of the MMOs that I've played. Yeah, I, I gotta say, like honestly, this appeals to me immensely because sometimes the PvP can it can intimidate so much so that new players don't want to even step in the water, or if they try, they get just run over, and then they're like, okay, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, never again. And having someone there to help you in an environment where you're actually supported just for being either new or you know not as good as as the best uh, is just it's great and. Getting better at that, you can get better at everything else in the game. Even for people who don't do PvP, the more you know about the game, you know, the more power you have overall for anything you want to do in the game. Knowledge is power. I'm looking forward to doing this. Absolutely. I could use it. <laughs> so. How about you, Sorry? Are you much of a PvPer? No, I am not. Usually, I'm the guy walking around with a big old target painted on his hull. That's me too. That is. That's definitely. <laughs> I'm not a theory crafter, but I, I want to be, and I'm hoping that this will be that step. I've already started doing more research, and there's so many new ships being added. I, you know, I want to make sure that I'm flying them right, and we leave that open definitely to the community. If you guys want to share your builds with us and why they work so well for you, please, by all means, send them over to us. We'll do our best to test them out. Maybe we, we can even try to schedule a time that we can get in-game and, and roll together and really experience it and this is a platform to do that the pvp bootcamp and congrats to sargon for putting this together really looking forward to what comes out of the pvp bootcamp well do you have something you think the stoke community would enjoy knowing about submit your suggestions to incoming at priority one podcast.com your submissions will be entered into our random monthly drawing where you could win 1000 zen well let's see what happened this week in trek This week in Trek, we take a look at the new J.J. Abrams Star Trek Into Darkness trailer. This week, there were three trailers that were released, and the most interesting one, I do believe, is the Japanese one. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on YouTube and everywhere else probably by now. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, the Star Trek trailer came out! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Hey, you sound like me. On crack. <laughs> so what, what did you think of it, Sorry. Well, overall, I do like it. There's a few scenes where it implies that there's going to be Klingons in it, so I'm excited about that. However, during the combat scene with the Klingon, the trailer gives us the impression that it's Gary Mitchell and Daner is in it. There's a young lady in there that really has a striking resemblance to Daner. However, in the scene that we see where Mitchell is facing off with a Klingon, he's got this huge gun in his hand, and it's like, wait a minute. He's Gary Mitchell. Why? He doesn't need a gun. He is a weapon. You know? And it's like, all right. Yeah, that was just the biggest thing that turned me off there. It was like, wait a minute. Don't know what's going on there. But, yeah, uh, it, it looks exciting. It looks interesting. I'm interested in checking it out. 
I, I, you know, I'm still not sold that it's Gary Mitchell. I see what you're saying with Dana, but I'm just not sold. Mm. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Not, to me, the whole, tr- the whole trailer looks kind of like a... It's just vague. It's really hard to tell what movie I'm watching, and it's covered in leather and darkness, and then some very stereotypical scenes, you know, the way the media generally does things these days. There's a lot of imagery that's really familiar and overdone, but then it's mixed in with some weird stuff, and it's just not giving enough for me to be able to tell what type of entity this project is. But that's fine, it's a trailer, and it was really cool seeing some of the scenes. I really want to see a lot of the Starfleet personality come out because it seems like that's what the trailer's hinting at. It's going to show us some more of that. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, if it is Gary Mitchell, I don't think that he's going to portray Gary Mitchell the way it was portrayed in Where No Man Has Gone Before. I just, I highly doubt it. I think we're doing cinema now that is so realistic, the realism behind it, that to suggest that he's going to have superpowers. But I don't know that he's going to, if it is Gary Mitchell, I don't know that it's going to be the Gary Mitchell we're expecting, superpower Gary Mitchell, godlike power. My biggest concern, though, about the movie in general is I was having a discussion earlier this week about the synopsis that came out last week, and now with the trailer, I'm, I, I'm wondering, is this going away from what Spirit of Trek really is? I mean, if we look back when Toss first came out, we were on the verge of nuclear annihilation, there was all these issues going on, and yet Star Trek offered us hope, offered us a glimpse of the future that... We couldn't really get anywhere else. And I just hope that, although we are going into similar times, that the spirit of hope, that that spirit of Trek that Star Trek is known for, I hope it's there. Because if it's not, I'm going to be extremely disappointed. One of the things that Star Trek always did was connect us to the future via things that were relevant to our present. So even if it was cheesy things that would be included or things that didn't quite fit, but they were altered in a way that would still make it kind of acceptable, still make it kind of believable that it still existed in the future, just they found different ways to do that. And then that's one of the things where I don't quite see that in the movies that are out yet. Maybe he's going to put it in there. I don't know. But so far, it feels like there's this gap from the get-go. Every single series had something from our world, some personality from our world that really tied us into it, you know, or made us reach into the future willingly to really want to connect to it, not just to look at it and go, hey, that's some cool technology I'd like one day. And those are some people that I might have as my friends in some, you know, superhero world. But it really made you feel like that's what I could be in the future. That's where my generation might go. The way I see it is Captain Kirk, he was supposed to be played as a man that anyone can relate to, that everyone wanted to be, essentially. He was supposed to be every man, you know, and it seems like from the synopsis, from this trailer, they're setting him up to be some kind of messiah rather than every man. They're making him less relatable in that sense because they're not really portraying him as someone that all of us can aspire to become. Instead, they're hoisting him up as something above us all, and that's not Star Trek. If you haven't already seen the trailer, we'll have links, of course, in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. They're fantastic and they're explosive. They're explosive. We'll call them that. We'll call them explosive. I think we can all agree that they're explosive. Yes. So uh, so check them out. Why don't we go ahead and find out what happened this week in Stow News. Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. The labels ring, are you listening? 
In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking, Walking in a cryptic wonderland. <laughs> That's right, folks. From today, December 6th, until January 14th, take a winter vacation. Your travel agent, none other than Q. But they've done some pretty fun improvements over the last year's winter event. For starters, you'll find a new cozy gazebo, where vendors and tailor are stationed. From there, you can follow signs to special events, or you can head out into the snow to explore. Additionally, the snowmen are actually animated this year and will launch snowballs at you. So be sure to arm yourself with some that you'll find piled around the map. Or you can pick up a snowball launcher and defeat them. Participating in the snowball fight gives you a chance to win boxes of winter commodities, which you can trade for new costumes and prizes. Now let's talk rewards, Elijah. Alright, the holiday collectibles first seen during last year's winter event will be making a return, and all are the same items previously seen. Although, there is a slight change from last year's appearance, players will be able to freely trade them during this year's event. However, only new copies of the items can be traded, so anything you have still left over from last year will not be tradable. Those are bound. Do not stack these items, because you will not be able to trade them after you've stacked them. They all end up being one bound blob of stuff. Players will be able to obtain these holiday collectibles in two ways. Either participation in the snowball fight against Q's dastardly snow beasts, or by purchasing a holiday collectible bundle from the Lobby Crystal Consortium. The price is about five Lobby Crystal during the winter event. Once you have yourself a tidy sum of these collectibles, it's time to visit the holiday vendor to redeem your prizes. So what can you expect this year? Well, you've got some holiday foods with extended buff durations. Now this boost in the buff only lasts during the winter event. Also, if you feed a regular Tribble with any of the holiday foods, you'll find yourself with the Winter Tribble that grants resistance to repel, knockback, and cold damage, and will extend this buff to all nearby allies while the winter event is active. You can get some cool new clothing, that's right. You can pick yourself up some frosted boots, uh, a holiday scarf, or winter jackets, and, and I must say, those winter jackets are, are quite... Quite appealing. They're bringing back some weapons. The Nano Pulse Lerpa or Batlet will be back, but it's purple. The color's purple. It's not going to be blue. I was really sad because I didn't get the opportunity of grabbing the ones last year, which were either it was blue and red, right? It was those two colors. And so everybody freaked out because, oh my God, it's like Star Wars and bleh. But I would have liked to have had a blue or red one. Maybe they could do like a sea store, whatever that little item is in the lightsaber that makes it red or blue or green, maybe they could sell a funny little version of that for low buy crystals. You can change the color on your own. Also, featured Starbase projects that will display a Breen ship in your Starbase will be active during the time of the winter event. Participating in the race, the Fast and the Flurious will reward players with a special Snow Epo tag that can be used in duty officer assignments. And the grand prize, of course, the one that everybody has been talking about, is the Breen Chell Gret Warship. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the ship, Sorry. Each day you complete the Winter Daily, fastest game on ice, you are awarded 40 autographed 8x10 glossy pictures of Q. The cost <laughs> of the ship is a thousand of these autographs. Do this for 25 days and the ship is yours. Or you can spend an ungodly amount of money converting low-buy crystals into autographs. Play it 25 times. That's what I suggest. Speaking of the brain ship, let's jump right into Season 7 Dev Blog number 27. 
We're looking at some interesting specs, including the Breen Energy Dissipator, which fires a targetable energy dissipating blast that causes significant subsystem drain and has a chance to knock a single subsystem offline for a short duration. The Energy Dissipator can be equipped in any console slot on any Breen ship. On the Stowe forums, the question has been asked, will the Breen set give this cruiser a special set power? To which Vorticus replied, no plans for this at this time. There's no synergy set up between the ship and the set. Also, to go further in detail regarding the energy dissipator, Vorticus writes, These figures are subject to change, but the current effects of the power are as follows. It launches a targetable projectile that travels more quickly than something like a high-yield plasma. Upon impact with its target, it immediately drains minus 10 from all subsystems, enhanced by the user's flow capacitors up to a negative 15 at 99 skill and can be reduced by the target with power insulator skills. It also has a small chance to knock out one subsystem completely offline for 10 seconds at the point of impact. Duration cannot be improved with skill but can be reduced with subsystem repair. Each second after the initial impact it will drain an additional minus 2 energy from all subsystems, again up to minus 3 with flow cap and reduced by the target's power insulators. It lasts a total of 15 seconds, but can be removed at any time by using engineering team. Generally, the forums are defending against the notion that this ship might be overpowered for PvP. This ship has been really well received, and after being accustomed to having to take a chance at winning ships, the Christmas present from Cryptic seems like a welcomed addition for many captains. The forums are generally receiving this very well. There's only, like, one voice that is clamoring that the ship is overpowered. But it, most people are saying no, that it's not, that it's a pretty standard ship for what it is, and that it shouldn't change the tide of a PvP match, you know, in any way, shape, or form. Mm. And, you know, like you said, considering what we've been expecting of the new ships, whether it be a lockbox or a sea store purchase, this is a, a welcome little Christmas present. So, you know, thank you very much, Cryptic. Uh, I'm excited for it, and it seems generally pe other people are excited for it as well. And hey, it's free. Keep in mind, Captains, the minimum level for players to participate in Q's Winter Wonderland is level 5 for Federation or above, or level 24 and above for the Klingons. Anything else in the news, Adrienne? Well, yes, actually. Captains, the linking promo is ending on December 11th, so don't miss out on your chance to receive 5,000 unrefined lithium ore, EXP boots, a rare weapon, a pack of self-consumables, and a pack of team consumables. You get all this just for merging to the Perfect World account. Be sure to follow the instructions carefully in order to avoid unnecessary headaches. And be sure to vote for Star Trek Online at the MMO site Reader's Choice Awards. Do it, do it, do it. Let's get it up there. Star Trek Online is nominated for four awards. Favorite MMORPG, Best Gameplay, Best Graphics, and Best Community. Voting is easy, and you can support Star Trek Online with a vote every day, so keep MMO site bookmarked. Voting qualifies you for a number of prizes, including an iPad, Xbox with Kinect, and Nintendo 3DS, plus MMO site's currency, MMO Gold. And the uh, the link will be in the show notes to that. So do it today. Yeah, let's, let's get Star Trek Online some more notice and grow our community, which brings more money into the company so they can do better, cooler, more awesome things for us. Sorry, we've got a new fleet project, don't we? Yes, we do. Season 7, dev blog number 28 spotlights belongs in a museum. 
While exploring throughout New Romulus, both the Federation and Klingon Defense Force have acquired ancient relics that they've brought back to their embassies to put on display. They have also received the gift from the Romulan colonists, a golden tribute to one of their very own treasures. Completing this project will add enhancements to your fleet embassy on New Romulus. Artifacts found throughout New Romulus will be put on display in the main lobby of your embassy, as well as a monument to the Sword of the Raptor Star. This special project will be available around 10 a.m. PDT on December 6, 2012, until around 10 a.m. PDT on December 20, 2012. Anything else, Elijah? Yes. Captains, now's your chance to pick up your Mo Rahan triple reward for testing Season 7. This is an account-wide reward that can be claimed on all current and future Federation and Klingon characters. Lastly, the winter events also include the feature episode rerun. If you haven't already received the rare special rewards for completing them, now's your time. Only between now and January 14th will you be able to receive any of the following. For Cold War... The Breen featured episode series, you actually receive a Breen bridge officer. How awesome is that for you to have with your Breen ship? That's fantastic. Ah. Yeah. For completing the Davidian series, you receive the Ophidian cane. For finishing Cloaked <laughs> Intentions, the Romulans and the Remans, you actually receive a Reman bridge officer. For completing the 2800, the Dominion series, you get the Shard of Possibilities, and that little Shard of Possibilities activates two alternate universe selves. We encourage you to check out and complete those featured episodes if you haven't already done so for all the new players out there. These are great rewards. They've got some amazing buffs on them. You won't be disappointed. Well, that wraps up this week in Star Trek Online News. Let's open up hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See? Thanks to everyone, we got some feedback. On Stowe Forum, Roach says, Looking forward to the show. Captain Merzon says, Just some friendly thoughts. Y'all really need to do more than just read Stowe News. We can do that. It's a podcast. You need to have some kind of discussions on things. If you want support, you need to be more in touch with the community. Uh, yeah, hopefully you noticed a bit of an improvement. We saw that feedback, so hopefully you noticed a bit of improvement this week. Again, this is feedback that we want to hear. We need to hear this, guys. You know, Otherwise, we go along our merry little way bringing you the show and with little things that we think might be fun. But you're our listeners, and we want to do it for you. So the more feedback like this that we get, the better. Please send it in. Incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Speaking yeah. of ways to get in touch with us, PriorityOnePodcast.com. We got Imaris13. Good to have you back on the show. I'll try to listen to you guys live this Thursday, but it's always 2 a.m. in the morning here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking that time for staying way up, way up late. Yeah. Thanks, Tamaris. Thanks to everyone who retweeted us, including Leanne Nichols, Cat98577, Hayden P. Jones, and CSI underscore CKI. In email, we got a message from Sean Newboy. Short but very sweet episode. Keep up the great work on keeping us up to date on the dev blog. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your amazing feedback. The more we hear from you, the better. And again, all your feedback gets submitted into our random monthly drawing for 1,000 Zen. Yes, and thank you. Thank you, everybody. Well, that wraps up episode 107. Broadcasted live from trekradio.net. Remember that we are on air every Thursday night at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. We've been getting some amazing feedback, and we play much better to a live audience. And you'll have fun. Join us, jump into our chat room, and you'll get lots of surprises and silliness. Our next comic arc is set to release this December. So keep <laughs> an eye open for Alex Calderwood's Priority One Comics on our website. 
PriorityOnePodcast.com and on Facebook. And be sure to catch up with the comics via our website. We are looking for your suggestions and ideas for Blank of the Week and everything. Everything, including the field note segment that uh, I really would like to start working on. And hopefully, actually, maybe through this PvP boot camp, I can actually start doing that. And, of course, any general show improvements like I mentioned earlier. You can submit your ideas and questions to Priority One via our email at incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We encourage you to please head on over to Facebook.com forward slash Priority One or Twitter, which is at S-T-O Priority One. We're on Facebook. That's right. Head on over and say hi or check us out on Twitter for showtimes and other cool stuff. If you guys haven't seen it yet, go on over to uh, Facebook or Twitter and check out our new logo. It's winter themed and Alex Calderwood, our head artist, he made that up for everybody and that's really sweet of him. So um, check it out. It's cute. It's got snow on it. It's awesome. To have your Foundry missions featured on the show, send in the name of your mission, a brief description, and your at handle to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We have shifted our Foundry reviews to a video format. We will be playing through the mission with its author and posting them to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash StowPriorityOne. Our first video playthrough is up now. Head on over and check it out. If you head on over to PriorityOnePodcast.com, you'll find that in our downloads section... We have a ringtone of the theme. That's right. You guys have been asking for clips of the theme to download, and we've made that available to you. You'll also notice in the downloads page that we actually have two browser extensions that you can download. We're in the holiday season. People are going to be shopping, and I have a feeling that a majority of you do your shopping on Amazon. So we encourage you, please, if you wouldn't mind, download the browser extension that correlates with your browser. And what this little extension does is that when you shop on Amazon, it tags on our affiliate code. It's at no additional cost to you. You're not paying for anything. We're not taking any information from you. All it does is add our affiliate code on top. And when you make a purchase, a percentage of that purchase gets kicked back to us, a very small percentage. And that helps with the maintenance of the site to make sure that you guys get the content that you all enjoy on a weekly basis. So we encourage you, please, if you get the opportunity, please install that extension. If you can't afford to do a donation directly to us, that's a nice little way of showing us your appreciation for the show and helping and supporting us. We would like to thank the entire team over at PriorityOnePodcast.com, our executive producer, Elliot Tan, our production assistant and art director, Alex Calderwood, our audio engineer, Lennon Rich, and the composer of our theme music, Chris Watts, Special thanks to our sponsor, Sayolita.com, our syndication partners, Subspace Radio, Trek Radio, and the Trek Radio Live crew. And of course, the Stowe community. Without you, none of this would be possible. Red alert. Shields up. Ready weapon. Engage. Please, baby, baby, please. Then just one side of my face will be kind of like melted through from all the kisses. We are always looking for new sub. We are always <laughs> looking for new blog. Su- Damn. We are always looking for new blog submissions for. 
We are always looking for new block submissions. Damn, you get laugh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Take 563. I obviously can't read. I know, I obviously cannot read it. <clears throat> well, we've got goodies galore. The amazing astounds. Creations kaboom. Spectacular saccharin sugar sprinkled all over our website. And okay, I'll just get right to it. <laughs> Incoming transmission. It's your mother. <laughs> yes, Blue Dragon, yes, that's awesome. It's your mother. Pick up the phone. So speaking of Klingon stuff, um <laughs> let's see, Blue Three Dragon and uh Cheese of Borg. They joined forces and they wrote us a little Klingon alternate version for our um our Winter Wonderland song. I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh they posted it up in chat. And I don't know, you know, when, when Blue and Cheese of Borg get together, does that mean it's Blue Cheese of Borg? Tarbell's ring, are you listening? In the lanes, button. Oh, you totally just yeah, like... Yeah, that was... Wow. <laughs> you bro either broke your mic, I don't know what happened. What? Try it again, try it again. Okay, 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 let me try this again. <clears throat> All right. In the lanes, Batless glisten. A glorious fight is happening tonight. One, one two, three. <laughs> drinking drinking in a blood one wonderland. Oh, wonderland. you guys didn't join me. Oh. All right, ready? One more drinking time. Ready? In, three, yeah. two, one. Drinking in drinking a blood, in blood wine wonderland. I heard sorry go underland. <laughs> okay, one more time from the top. A little, a little, like, maybe drop it an octave lower to start. Targ bells ring, are you listening? In the lanes, batlets glisten. A glorious fight is happening tonight. Alright, three. Okay. Two, wait, three, two. Drinking Drink in a blood, blood, blood wine, 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 wine